My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. One, two, three, four, five. Marte. Smoked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty, six. Mm. The also right. ran. <laughs> it's all right. I'll be okay. <laughs> all right. So our top five today, always excited to see who gets up here and always interested to see what it takes to get into the top five uh, every week. I mean, some weeks you, the, the bar is low. Some weeks you can go right $6,400 and not get in the top five, you know? Uh, so uh, this week we have in fifth place, Joe Walker on the Walker team, 106 dials, 17 contacts, six appointments, four sits, four apps, four referrals, all four were life apps for $6,830.64. Joe Walker, everybody. There he is. Oh, crack. How you all doing, man? Doing great, Joe. How are you? Huh? Doing, doing great, Joe. How are you? <laughs> Old man. Uh, yeah, man. Hey, my name is Joe Walker. I was hired by Dan Gillingham up here in Seattle. Leader of Walk Squad. What up? <laughs> uh, this week was was cool, man. Um, I dug into some old leads, dude. I got a stack of leads from 2018, 2017 that... Um, told me no last year and hurt my feelings. And I was like, well, I'm gonna get back in there. So I started digging through them and making a bunch of calls and I was able to get with some current clients and some um, some old clients. And uh, I went out and wrote some business this week. It was pretty cool, man. Um, so these, these were leads that were, I called one guy and he goes, didn't you come out here last year? I said, I don't know, man, maybe. I uh, said, but I'll see you when I get there. So I went over and I wrote them about 800. And then uh, and that was during the Seahawks game on Sunday. And uh, apparently I didn't miss too much because the Seahawks lost. <laughs> <laughs> but we, um, but it was, it's pretty quiet on Sunday here, you know, like during game games. Maybe it's like, maybe it's like that in Dallas too, but you know, everybody's kind of watching the games and stuff. So it was a good time to get around and go see some people. Um, and it's got, you know, people that were far away, uh, maybe more than an hour away, hour or two away, just went out and go see them, you know? And uh, there were people that told me no last year, but they just happened to be at the right time this year where they wanted to write some business. So it kind of worked out for us. You know, we wrote 68. Um, always feel like you can do more because we only had four apps on that. Really wanted to get more like eight apps, but uh, we'll get some more work done this week. Um, we're, it's going to be that season for us where we've got to drive over the mountain passes and they're and they're really nasty for rain and, and snow and things like that so it's just kind of part of it for us and um we're used to it up in the northwest so i know hopefully we can put some more premium up in the upcoming weeks but uh yeah this week was kind of cool just calling current clients and calling old leads the people that you know told us no at one time and and um you know they just happen to be ready this time so not a bad week i made the top five so it wasn't too bad so anyway <laughs> thanks 
Well done. Thank you, Joe. I get asked a lot by, by agents, how often do I, how, how long should I call these leads? And I always quote Marty when I say it. Like, Marty says he calls until they buy or die. Uh, I mean, either way, you know, and then, and then if they buy, he's going to keep calling them as current clients. <laughs> like it doesn't stop. And so uh, you, you've been around a bit. I mean, if you, um, if you've, uh, if you've been around for any amount of time, you're starting to get a little bit of an inventory. Uh, don't, don't just throw those away. I know a lot of producers have the binders. I had a binder of leads and I just would, you know, just flip through and dial, 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 dial. So uh, another example, it happens um, if you're just getting started though, like I'm just getting started and I don't have that binder. What do I do? Keep dialing, <laughs> dial, 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 dial. you know, just keep, keep, keep dialing. Don't stop. Um, you know, if you, if you work through your leads and you get in touch with everybody, well, there's people who still talk to. Uh, if you work through all your leads and some of them didn't buy yet or didn't die yet, just keep calling. Um, it, it's, and, and at that point, maybe you go beyond just the dialing. You swing by their house or you shoot them a text or, listen, it's, it's important to remember across the top of that lead, we should write, help me. Because this person sent that lead uh, halfway across the country in some cases, all the way across the country if you're in Seattle, to a post office box in North Carolina and uh, saying they needed help. That's how desperate they were, is they're reaching out to a perfect stranger halfway across the country for this. Uh, don't stop, they, they need the help. Keep calling, keep calling. Timing is everything. Maybe right now is not the right time. Maybe the right time's a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, you just don't know. So you keep working. Uh, and thank you, Joe, for that example. Uh, give him another hand, everybody. Woo! All right, we have in fourth place, Philishon uh, on the Allman team hired, uh, excuse me, two dials, rather, two contacts, two appointments, two sits, two apps, zero referrals. Both apps were life apps for $7,396.92. Give a hand to Philishon. speak up this morning if you dialed in you have to hit star six to unmute but if you're using the zoom app it's a little microphone symbol there to unmute yes can y'all hear me yes we hear you loud and clear hi um i'm proud of myself uh actually we had like just a little tragic tragedy in um my family where i lost my grandmother but what I did, so I was a little unfocused, but what I actually did was just follow up with um, contacts that I had before that told me I'll be ready at this time. So I didn't have time to do a lot of dials with the distraction, but I did uh, follow up with some people that I had already previously talked to, um, and that's how I was able to close those two deals. Okay. They were actually people I had talked to previously. <laughs> Excellent, and it seems and like did a follow-up call. Yes, that's that's good. That's smart, and it seems like uh, two apps for you know seventy-four hundred in premium. Our average app is normally around a thousand dollars on an annual basis. What what applications did you write this week? What policies did these families uh, these families buy? I did. Uh, I actually had a lady that drives trucks all over the uh, world, and she uh, was due to come back through Louisiana. And I remember that. And when she came, she actually wrote an IUL for $550 a month. Mm, wow. Um, yeah, that was actually one app in the, uh, the, the second app was just a lady that needed insurance. Uh, her sister passed and she went and checked her policy and realized that she actually didn't have one anymore. 
and she wrote an app for just $25,000 um, cause she was 62, which she could afford. And that ended up being 66,041 cents a month. Yes, sir. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, well done. I had nothing to add to it. Way to go, Phyllisian. Thank you so much. That following up is key, man. I'm telling you, um, you just, uh, I, one of the worst phone calls you'll ever make is when you finally follow up with somebody that you forgot to follow up with. And in the meantime, something's happened mm -hmm. and it's not always something tragic like death. It could be they had a heart attack and now their insurability is totally done. Like they, they, they can't get covered for a while. So, uh, it's, uh, it, that follow up, there is money in the follow up. And, um, I promise you the families are not going to be upset. When, when one of them passes away and that money is there for their family, they're not going to be upset at you for following up. Uh, so thank you for that example. All right, let's see here. Third place from the great state of Washington. Dan Gillingham on the Gillingham team, 69 dials, uh, spoke to six people, booked three appointments, sat on three, wrote one app, got three referrals. That one app was a life app for $8,400 in premium. Dan Gillingham, everybody. Morning. Morning, Dano. Morning. So, yes, I'm Dan Gillingham. I'm um, sitting here about 20 miles north of Seattle in uh, Mill Creek, Washington, and I was hired by Fitz in 2005. Wow. So, I'm an old timer now, Fitz. <laughs> in many ways. Whoa. You've, li you've literally been here. You've literally been here uh, longer than the furniture. <laughs> not longer than you. No. <laughs> but you're younger than me. Anyway, uh, this was an interesting week. Uh, I had a lot of door knocks this week, but uh, it, the, the one app that I wrote was a uh, uh, individual that was originally a mortgage protection lead. Uh, we've been working on his uh, on a plan for him for about two weeks. So this was a follow-up call. Uh, to uh, schedule time to sit down and, and, and uh, refine the plan and get it to where he, he was happy with it. What we did was the Fidelity Guarantee Life uh, Index Universal Life product. So uh, he is a, a senior manager in, in Amazon, makes pretty good money, has a couple of young kids and his wife. She works part-time. Um, and originally it was a mortgage protection lead uh, for a new house they bought out here uh, not too far from where I live. And he... <clears throat> Um, he does have some coverage through work, um, but we started talking about different concepts and he was talking about, you know, what happens at the end of the 20 or 30 year term. And I told him what would happen and showed him. And we looked at a, an, a, an option with the standard universal life product. And I said, well, let me show you something that, that I, I, I would recommend to you if we can make it work for you. And we started massaging a, a, a GL, uh, a, uh, index universal life and so he um we came down with the final numbers and uh, we, we set his his uh his, his plan is going to have a cap a uh, funding cap of about 97 74 annually mm -hmm. but he's going to start it off at 700 a month 8400 and um, very happy with that gonna go back and actually write uh, a uh, an additional index ul for his wife and uh uh, the guy is, is, is frugal, he makes great money, lives well within his means, and really like the program. So it worked out great. It's outstanding. Well said. Thank That's you, Dan. Right there.
I mean, we're three people into the top five, and do you have you have you picked up on the theme follow already? Up. Follow up. The follow up this week. The theme is follow up, uh, and it's uh, you don't always close the appointment on the first try, right? Uh, Dan's a pro. He's like he said, he's been here fourteen, almost fifteen years, and um, he identified that, that that what we might have gone in as a standard uh, policy to sell to this client was not the not the right choice. Uh, IULs do tend to take a little bit longer to, to make a sale on or to, to close uh, because it's $700 a month that guy's committed to it and uh, they really need to make sure that everything is uh, is wise. So uh, great example there, Dan, and uh, happy for that client. I'm, I'm positive that's going to be a good thing for him. You're putting 700 bucks a month into an index universal life. Talk about tax-free retirement. There's a conversation to have. Uh, it's going to turn out well for him. So thank you again, Dan. Give him a hand, everybody. In second place, the bride-to-be, Megan Allman on the Megan team, 57 dials, seven contacts, three appointments, three sits, five apps, 12 referrals, all five are life apps. We're writing some big apps this week. $11,818.20. Give Megan Allman a hand. Um, for the last time ever, my name is Megan Alleman on a sales oh. meeting. Hey. <laughs> um, I have been with the company for three and a half years. I was hired by my parents, Mike and Michelle Alleman. And yes, I'm getting married this week. So that's why if you don't know, that's why all the commotions happen. Yeah, but I'm going to stick, you know, it's funny that the theme was the theme. Before anybody even started talking, my first note that I wrote down was keep in touch. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I, I love how this happens because you'll hear this over and over again to just keep following up. Um, don't get discouraged in well-doing. What we're doing for people is good. We're going and serving clients um, and sometimes when we get you know knocked down it can it can be tough to get back up when like joe was saying earlier when he, you know some people hurt his feelings <laughs> you know the the new people just understand that when someone tells you no it happens to all of us the difference is is that most of us who you see that can that are still here and consistently write business we just don't give up on people because we know it's important and we know it means something to them. And so we just continue to follow up. And you will be a consistent producer if you do that. There's no, no doubt about that. So um, another thing that I had written down, with, because this week I didn't really, I sat on few appointments, but I, I wrote all of them up and all of them were very different. So you are going to see a wide, wide, wide range of people um, in this business because we are serving, it's life insurance. That doesn't discriminate. <laughs> so um, you, you, will, you will see a variety of people. And something that I've learned to be over time is not scared of people and not um, intimidated by people who might be lower or above, either way. Um, do, not, do not be scared and don't be intimidated. I had everybody, like I said, why I was in a trailer and I was in a $500,000 home with a guy who sold life insurance for 
18 years. <laughs> and um, yeah, and these weren't the these weren't the first times I had sat with these people. So it was multiple appointments I had booked pre week. They were all ready to go. So don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well done. You know, when she said, don't be intimidated, I can remember when I first got started selling insurance, I was 23, you know, I, and I, here I am going into people's homes as a 23 year old and I'm saying, uh, this is what they should do. And, and a lot of times these people were old enough to be my parents uh, and, and, and older, you know, and here I am 23 year old kid. Uh, and I, I very quickly, I had to learn and I'm encouraging somebody with this today. I very quickly had to learn that uh, they have me coming out here for a reason. If they knew how to take care of this themselves, they would. I mean, that guy lived in a nice house, life insurance agent for 18 years. If he could take care of it himself, he would have. So people will say, why did that guy even have her out? I don't know. He needs help. And that's, that's why he, he needed help. And she's the expert. She's coming in. doesn't matter if you've been, um, new agents will feel insecure about that. Like, I just got my license. I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm doing yet. Well, you just got a license. That's one big thing more than that client probably has. Yep. They don't have a license. They don't know how to spell insurance. They didn't take a state exam and pass it and pass the background check and all that. You did. You're the authority and don't forget it. Uh, we are, uh, we hear it set off and we're, we're hereby deputizing you as the authority in that home and go in and take care of those families. Uh, and it is amazing how the theme continues to be follow up and keep in touch. Um, so much is lost there. I see insurance agents all the time for 20 years have been at this. Uh, I've seen insurance agents lose sales because they weren't following up and somebody else came back in there and made the sale. Uh, you just never know. I see the same thing on the recruiting side when we're hiring agents. Uh, I'll talk to somebody off of an ad and they're like, yeah, I talked to somebody, but they just never followed up with me. I'm ready to get going. And okay, well, I'll talk to you. <laughs> I'll get you going. So uh, follow up is so key. And I find oftentimes when I'm supposed to know something, when I'm supposed to learn something, I'm going to get hit with it from multiple different angles. Like I may hear it on a podcast, I may hear it on a conference call, a friend may have a conversation with me about it, or I may, may hear about it at church or something. And I'm like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I'm hearing this from multiple angles. Well, guys, I'm telling you, if you're logged into our call today or you're listening to this later, uh, four of the five has, has, have said follow-up. So somebody on this call needs to hear that. Um, so I'm, I just, I'm just want to reemphasize that and drive it in and make sure you get it. That follow up is the theme for today. Now I'm not putting any pressure, Adam. You can say whatever you want to. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> number one, uh, so let's give Megan another hand. Thank you, Megan. All right, at number one, we got Adam Johnson on the McGill team. Two hundred and ten dials, thirty nine contacts, twenty two appointments, fifteen sits, fifteen apps. 20 referrals, 14 apps were life apps for $15,144.96, got one annuity for $5,084.87, puts him in first place total premium, $15,399.20. Adam Johnson, everybody. Hey, good morning, Chris. Morning, Adam. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Adam Johnson, I'm director Grace McGill. I live in West St. Paul, which is south of St. Paul in Minnesota. And um, yeah, follow up the key. That's it. That's all I got. That five thousand dollar annuity that you brought up there—that uh, was a current client who I wrote an eight thousand dollar annuity on. And originally, we wanted to write uh, one annuity, but he had some money that was qualified and 
some that was non-qualified and you can't mix them. And what that means is qualified is money that was tax deferred, so now it's taxable, and non-qualified, um, they can't tax. It's already, already taxed and put in. So uh, the client was just a few hundred dollars shy of the $5,000 minimum last time I saw him. And he called me up and said, hey, I got a little bit more money in there. I want to roll it out now. Um, so National Western Life will do a $5,000 minimum on annuity. Uh, he just wanted the security. He's got other funds. Really um, just been staying in touch with them. He's selling his house in the next two to five years, and he's going to want to put that into an annuity. Um, so the, the little sales will lead to bigger sales. And we're just glad to help them. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, I mean, the last week, so, or the week prior to this one, I, I, I didn't get the results I wanted, and it was a little frustrating. And I just stayed steady. I've, I've really learned over the years that the numbers always average out and just do what we do. So I just went back and followed my schedule and made my appointments and, and booked them. And um, I've been calling on current clients a lot. And sometimes you get their fits and you don't really know why you're there. Um, I'm filling out update forms, beneficiary updates, name change forms. And so some of these, you know, don't really turn up anything, but when they need something, they'll remember me. Um, I, I sat down with one client who uh, he had a, you know, $46 CFG policy from two years ago, and we sat down, and it turns out he just got laid off. And so I started sharing, I said, what are you doing right now? He said, I don't know, I'm looking. So I shared a little bit of the opportunity with him that he could come work with us, at least in the intro. And um, and then he said, is there any way I could stop making payments on this for a period of time? And I said, uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's an unemployment waiver premium rider built right in. He said, really? I said, yeah, and you're two years past your policy, so you're just at the right time. Um, and so he's one week unemployed, so you have to wait until he's four weeks unemployed. And then it's just a free rider built into that safety shield policy. He can just wait premiums for six months. So he was fired up. And we updated his beneficiaries, and then I just said, hey, um, do you have any other friends or family member that you think might need mortgage protection, or at the very least, you don't want to pay for the funeral? <laughs> and he said, well, maybe my brother, but he's on the phone and doesn't want to talk right now. O okay. Uh, <laughs> is that the same one on the beneficiary form with that phone number? He said, yeah. I said, great. Just give him my card and let him know I'm going to call him and give him a heads up. And he said, okay. And so then I was going to leave the house, and then all of a sudden the brother came out. And you got to realize it's about quarter to nine at night, and... He's, I said, hey, uh, he's like, what do you do? What's the deal? What is this? And I said, well, you know, we do a lot of mortgage protection. And um, I said, I could go over it with you now, or we could schedule a different time. He goes, well, let's go over now. So we sat down and looked at it, and um, I'm trying to learn the language from Chris Norris. He was just at our meeting uh, the night before this appointment. And um, so I'm going through the green sheet with this client, and it turns out he's putting 15% into his uh, 401k, wow. and his company matches 5%. So I just said, hey, and this is Chris Norris, not me talking, but I said, hey, did you really need that tax deduction? Is that, is, you know, is that why you're doing that? And he just kind of laughed and said, no, I've got a rental property. I don't need the deduction. And I said, okay. And I said, well, I partner with a financial planner, and what he's been helping me with a lot of our clients do is maybe just reallocate some of those tax-free dollars to maybe pay the taxes now so you don't get hit with a big tax bill later. So you pay now. I said, but that's something maybe, I, you know, he might be able to help you with. And he just said, I want to talk to him about that. And it was just like that. And so I just kind of put it to the side and went through the mortgage protection appointment. Turns out he had a lot of term already. 
So I showed her what a term would look like, and then I showed her what an IUL would look like. And all I did was I took the 10% of his annual income, and actually I took 75% of that to account for the taxes he's paying, and I showed him what that would look like in an IUL. And that would solve his mortgage protection uh, inquiry, as well as help him build up that tax-free, and turns out he's got a business on the side he didn't even tell me about, and he very much is looking at the in tax-free options. So uh, long story short, he said, how much would it look like if I put a thousand a month into this? And I showed him the thousand a month. And he said, great, but I'm going through a transition. So let's can I start at 300. I said, absolutely. So we started at 300 a month. And so this is an appointment that I'm sitting down. Don't know why I'm there. Just following up with a client. Just kind of filling out the paperwork. I'm ready to leave. Last appointment of the night. And I'm getting an extra 3,600 premium mm-hmm. just by talking to him and ask, asking the questions if we can help him. So I was super fired up. It was a great way to close the night. And again, I'm just trying to get the, the language from these financial guys like Chris or like Chad, um, or just because I think a lot of this is just a pivot. There's a lot of sales that we can be grabbing if we just use slight words like reallocate. Um, sorry about my long story, but I was fired up. No, that was, that was outstanding. I keep going, man. That was excellent. Give my hand, everybody. So the theme really is follow-up. <laughs> he started off joking yeah, about that. Sorry. No, you just did the $3,600 because you followed up with a client, and that's that's brilliant. Um, you may have said this, Adam, but I want to ask you just to be clear. How did you get into the question about um, – he? how did you find out that he's putting 15% of his income into the 401K? Was there a question that you yeah. asked, or did he just volunteer that information? Yeah. Yeah, so when you're going through the appointment, I follow the ATM at every appointment. And so even though this is a referral and the guys already trust me, I still just go, I say, hey, this helps me just walk you through it. And I just flip through the pages. And the, the, the page I really like is your financial picture because it matches the green sheet. So I bust out the green sheet, which I print in grayscale. It's great. I call it the gray sheet. Uh, <laughs> I'm just showing out word for word. And I just say, you know, where else would you go to an emergency? Where do you keep your funds? Uh, are they 401ks? Are they in IRAs? And, it, and, and, you know, what could we use to kind of cover the mortgage if, if we didn't have this insurance. And he, he told me. He told me, I got the 401k, it's not that much. I said, oh, great, okay, cool. How much are you putting into it? He said, 15%. I said, awesome. Did your employer match you? He said, yeah, I meant 5%. I said, oh, that's great. And then that's where I just said, oh, did, did you need that tax deduction? Is that why you're putting extra 10 in there? He said, no. I said, oh, okay. Um, but again, it's just, um, that was another little tip. It's not... Do you have 401k money? It's, hey, where do you keep your money uh, that you can use for a backup? So I'm assuming he's got something. I just say where instead of do you have it. Right. Uh, those are just a slight vocabulary shift I'm trying to, to copy from from these financial gurus that we keep bringing on board. That's right on. That's, that's great teaching there. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. Yep, thank you. And we'll see you this weekend. <laughs> So um, I, when I was in the field, I didn't have the ATM that we have now, uh, but I was still taught basically the financial picture page or get the green sheet out. And the way I got into it was I was, I was taught to ask the question, um, what do you already have in place that will offset the burden when you die? You know, when you die, what do you already have in place that your wife is going to use to offset you being dead, you know, the finances of that? And that's, that's how I get into it. You just assume that they have something in place already. You don't say, well, do you have a 401k? You, you, it gets, it's a little too direct and people get really, mm-hmm. they start holding their cards a little closer to their chest. 
They really don't want to divulge all of their uh, financial wherewithal. But even in that question, if you're asking, what do you already have in place that's going to offset the burden when you die? And if you feel them kind of, kind of pulling their cards closer to the chest, just let them know. Because I may not even need to be here. If you've got enough already in place, I may not need to be here at all. I just, you know, we can save ourselves some time just finding out what you already have in place. And just like that, they start opening up the book a little bit. So thank you, Adam, for that teaching. And congratulations to all of the top five. Well done. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.